0: Welcome to Millennial 638.
1: I'm Andrew. I'm Laura. And I'm Pamela. We Happy to start Columbus sho- Day. Oh, I was oh, about so- to say, we wanted to start off the show by saying, fuck Columbus Day. Fuck Christopher Columbus. I, I think this is the ultimate sort of like national representation of us giving participation awards to genocidal maniacs who get lost
0: <laughs> it's funny when we were growing up in school we were also always taught that christopher columbus was this hero oh my gosh he discovered america that's so amazing and that was it you know yeah. that's that's where it began and end ended but there was so much more to it
2: right i feel like, like every fact- year in history class when it came up like as you got older they started peeling back the layers so it went from like Columbus was a hero and he was the great uniter and all of the Indians came and sat on the first Thanksgiving. And then you get to like ninth grade and they're like, oh, well, like, let's talk about genocide. And then you get into college and they're like, actually, like everything you've been told is a lie. Here's what really (laughs) happened. And um, sorry if uh, you've been
1: extremely gaslit your whole life. (laughs) Right. And not to mention the fact that what we're, you know, taught in this country as young children leads us to believe that his discovery was of like the continental United States. That's what we're led to believe. And that's not at all where he fucking landed. And also, you know, he landed (laughs) somewhere that, you know, people already lived and had been living for a long time and killed them all. So, yeah, not a great guy. Uh I am very much in favor of this movement towards recognizing this day as Indigenous People's Day. So it's a yeah. good opportunity for all of us to you know, do some reading and, and try to learn a bit more.
0: And you see more and more people each year recognizing it as such, I think. So we'll get there slowly, but surely. So we're a little over three weeks away from the presidential election. And actually, just over the past week, all three of us have either gotten our ballots or or voted already. Let's start with Laura, because she voted today.
1: Yeah, I voted in person today. Um, Y'all might remember last week, I mentioned that I had originally requested an absentee ballot, but it arrived super damaged. And I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not playing these games. So I showed up at my polling place today. I surrendered my absentee ballot so that I could vote in person. And I did. And it was a great experience. I waited for like an hour and some change, because the lines in Georgia today were off the chain. Um, So first, I just want to say that I'm really heartened by this and, you know, bless the people who are willing to wait in line for four and five hours, because that's literally what is happening in Georgia today. However, nobody should have to wait that long to vote. And it's just a testament to the fact that the state can't get its shit together. But um, my polling place was very joyous. People were like dancing and listening to music in the line. I watched one lady walk out of voting and she got on the phone and was like, oh, man, everyone's here. He is going to lose his job. And she was just like so happy (laughs) to have voted. Um,
0: That's what I'm going to say when I go to the ballot box.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was very clear that the I can't say that I saw anybody who was not in the Biden-Harris um, state of mind at the polls today. So that was very wow. nice.
0: The New York Times describes early voting today, just today, in in Georgia as record-breaking numbers. So a ton of people are turning out. That's, like you said, really great to see. I received yep. my mail-in ballot on uh, a couple days ago. Haven't filled it out yet, but I've looked everything over. I'm very excited. I know where I'm going to drop off my ballot uh at one of the ballot boxes in nevada interestingly i didn't know this until i started looking over the sample ballot this year we get to vote on whether or not marriage should be defined between a man and a woman in the nevada constitution <laughs> so i'm what? gonna take part yeah it still says that in the nevada constitution that marriage is defined as between a man and a woman but of course it's up for a vote this year because gay marriage you know rules the land now.
1: Got Um, you. I understand.
0: I'll be voting no. Keep it in the Constitution, please.
1: Yeah, Okay.
2: Pam,
0: what's been going on with you and your ballot?
1: I got mine on Friday.
2: So that's great. I was getting a little nervous, even though I knew it was going to come eventually, just because, you know, these elections come around. I always forget exactly when the ballot shows up. So I'm going to get ready to fill that out. Usually I just drive over and drop it off on election day because the polling area for my neck of the woods is really close to my house and it's at a senior citizen center and their polling volunteers are all like, you know, residents there and they're just like really sweet old people and they clap for you when you vote and it's just like very wholesome. (laughs) But, But... This year with the pandemic and also with everybody stressing how important it is to vote as early as possible, I think I'll probably derail my plans a bit and just drop it off sooner rather than later. Good plan.
1: We also wanted to just briefly plug that uh, the day that this episode was recorded was the first day of Amy Coney Barrett's uh, hearings in the Senate. She is, of course, President Trump's nominee to fill um, the vacancy on the Supreme Court following Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death. There were a lot of fireworks today. I don't know if y'all caught any of those moments, but the Democrats are really pushing hard on the idea that there is currently a case to dismantle the Affordable Care Act, which would be ruled on by the Supreme Court, like, seven or eight days after the election this year. So they're continuing to hammer home on this idea that the American people should have a say in who fills Justice Ginsburg's seat. So I would just keep an eye on this in the days ahead. and, And we'll probably talk about it a little more when there's a little more to discuss
0: I don't care to watch the hearings; it'll just make me sad and frustrated. Were you watching though, Laura?
1: No, I—I I mean, I was on the road today because my polling place is an hour away from where I am right now. Um, oh. So I was just kind of catch, like, catching up as I had breaks throughout my day to like tune in and see what was going on.
0: Okay, yeah. Um. Also, speaking of politics, just want to plug our latest installment of Breaking News over on our Patreon. We reviewed the VP debate and the fly, of course. Everybody had fly fever Uh, in our latest installment of Breaking News. We recorded that right after the debate concluded. That is uh, one of the great benefits over on our Patreon. We do these special recordings as soon as a big event occurs. So check that out at the bay level at patreon.com slash millennial. Also, since we do have a mix of some lighter discussion topics today, and of course, some annoying darker topics that make us all sad, I just wanted to uh, bring up some lighter news here at the beginning of the show. Disney Plus, something that most of us have, they have announced that they are going to release their next Pixar film, Soul, on Disney Plus. It's going to be skipping theaters on December 25th. So, happy birthday, Jesus. The reviews I've seen so far are actually really, really good. Critics are calling it peak Pixar. It just gets existential, but still keeps everything light and uh, family-friendly. So, I'm really looking forward to this movie. The big surprise here is that they aren't charging extra like they did for Mulan. This is going to be at no additional cost. So that's good. I don't, What do you think, Pam? Why, why no additional cost for this? And yet they did that for Mulan.
2: You know what? That's a really good question. The only thing I can think of is that perhaps they just wanted to do something nice for the holiday season for families. But yeah. uh, at the same time, I think that making sure that Soul would be available for free, essentially, as long as you were subscribed to the platform, uh, just kind of... Further fuels this idea that they had been tossing around when they decided to charge extra for Mulan, which was that this wasn't necessarily going to be the new normal for other movies. Mm -hmm. So I think just in good faith, I'm doing this for their next um, straight to streaming release speaks volumes to the truth in that statement.
0: Yeah. And, you know, actually, speaking of this, they just announced today, and we haven't really had time to digest this yet, but Disney just announced that they are restructuring the company to make Disney Plus their top priority. And that is huge news. So maybe we'll talk about that in the weeks ahead. And it just shows you where Disney thinks we're at as a society. Thank God for Disney Plus. I mean, they just introduced that last year. And then the pandemic hit. Disney would have nothing right now if they didn't have Disney Plus. True. So that was truly a godsend. I also just wanted to call out that in the Marvel section of Disney Plus now, you can see each of the Marvel movies in their respective phases. And they have all the Marvel movies listed in timeline order. So you can watch all the movies (sighs) in order. For example, you start off with Captain America, the first Avenger. But where do you go next? You actually go to Captain Marvel, which is a very new movie. And then from there to Iron Man and so on. So if you're looking to watch the Marvel movies in order, Disney Plus Now makes that super easy. I thought that was a nice addition.
1: Oh, that's exciting. That's actually something I've been wanting to do. uh, Maybe over the holidays when I have like a few consecutive days off.
0: Yeah, oh, that would be so nice. Just kick back with all the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. That'd be very cool. So lots more to get to today, including a segment that I kind of dreamed up the other day, the best of the pandemic. And it's not going to be very grim, despite it being about the pandemic. But first, so many of our sponsors help you improve your life while staying at home. And we have a new sponsor this week who do exactly that. They are Barefoot Scientists. They are the world's first premium foot care company, and they have everything you need for a little... Me time. Every single product is specifically formulated for the unique needs of your feet using the very best ingredients from science and nature. Take, for instance, Pure Grit. This is a revitalizing mineral scrub that's made with Icelandic volcanic sand, quartz, betonite clay, magnolia bark extract, and avocado oil to deeply clean and buff away dead skin and pull out impurities. It feels so amazing when you're using it i use it in the shower and it just fills the shower with this gorgeous eucalyptus scent and when you're done your feet are crazy soft and smooth then you can follow it up with high dive this is another barefoot scientist product it's an intense hydration cream that contains 15 of the world's most effective moisturizers and it heals dry cracked skin and replenishes moisture like nothing else Plus, all Barefoot Scientist products are hypoallergenic, dermatologist-tested, cruelty-free, and free of phthalates and parabens, so you know you're only using the good stuff. I am really enjoying these products because I suffer from dry and cracked feet because I'm in a drier climate, and I'm walking around barefoot most of the day. But these products have been able to quickly fix those issues.
1: So, fun story about that. Um, I'm a hippie. I don't know if that's ever come across with all my I marijuana smoking. Um, over time. Um, mm-hmm. But I really like being barefoot most of the time. So I'll like walk outside barefoot as long as it's not too hot or too cold. I never wear socks. I don't like wearing closed-toed shoes most of the time. It just makes me feel very constricted. As a result of this, my feet are definitely like <laughs> in need of some help. Um, my significant other has at times informed me that I have what he deemed gargoyle feet Um, and I've yeah I've really been enjoying these products because they've helped with that they actually um, also have these booties that you can wear I just wanted to mention you can wear them at night and they've got this like silicone like gel product inside that helps moisturize them overnight and it's been it's been like night and day it's made such a difference for me
0: that's awesome Right now, our listeners can get a special 20% off their first order at BarefootScientist.com using code MIL, 1L, and shipping is always free. That's scientist.com and code MIL. Go get all your foot care essentials right now at BarefootScientist.com and enter promo code MIL at checkout for 20% off your first order plus free shipping. Okay, it's time for... I guess now we're just merging the two. I mean, really, since Trump got COVID, it's all, you know, one. I know. How about I just it's play both of the sound effects? <laughs> yes.
1: At the same time. That might be fun. The
2: remix. Yeah, let's play both at once.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Okay, so... Um, In a really serious story, but also a representation of the fact that Trump's crazy club is going full on crazy as we lead up to the election. On Friday, news broke that the FBI had thwarted an attempt to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan. This is no joke. Yeah, there was a group of Trump enthusiasts who had a plan to, quote, need 200 men to storm the Capitol building in Lansing to take hostages, including Whitmer, and that they were also planning to try Whitmer for treason before the November 2020 elections. I don't know what their method of trying her for treason was going to be like. It's this it's like this weird Wild West citizens arrest thing that they were trying to do. Um, But what's scary is that this group had also discussed shooting up Whitmer's vacation home or trying to abduct her as she left there or her official summer residence. And on top of it, they had actually cased out her homes. So they had been monitoring them and like keeping an eye on her schedule and like when people were coming and going. So this is pretty scary shit. But just to drive home where they're getting this from... You can look no further than Donald Trump's Twitter. He has a tweet from earlier in the summer where he put out this thing in all caps that said, liberate Michigan, because, of course, the state wasn't opening up due to COVID-19 and he was trying to bully states into opening up. Then in response to the FBI thwarting this whole thing, he put out this ridiculous response on Friday. He said, Governor Whitmer of Michigan has done a terrible job She locked down her state for everyone except her husband's boating activities. The federal government provided tremendous help to the great people of Michigan. My Justice Department and federal law enforcement announced today that they foiled a dangerous plot against the governor of Michigan. Rather than say thank you, she calls me a white supremacist. While Biden and Democrats refuse to condemn Antifa, anarchists, looters and mobs that burn down Democratic run cities. Are you fucking kidding me? The woman like they find out that there was a plot to kidnap and potentially murder her. And you're like, where's my thanks? First of all, you didn't do shit, dipshit. Right. You don't get to claim the FBI. Right. If anything,
2: he only aided and abetted these people. Yeah. That, you know, decided to try and carry this out.
0: And by the way, I read that not that she had to, but. She did thank the FBI and the Justice Department. But Trump always needs to make it about him. Thank me. It was my Justice Department, my FBI. You owe me a favor.
1: Not to mention, he really doesn't get to claim the intelligence community. The intelligence community doesn't fucking like him.
0: Right. And he doesn't so, like them either.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, they're intelligence. He doesn't want anything to do with that. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, just just something that we wanted to make sure we don't have to spend a lot of time or dwell on it or anything. But these are the kinds of things. It's scary. Yes, it's frightening leading up to the election because we're starting to watch his most rabid followers escalate very quickly. And it's frightening to think about what could be in the weeks ahead.
0: And if we saw if the tables were turned and we saw this happening from the left we would never hear the end of it from trump no nope. and fox news
1: never and they make up shit all the time like they're continuing to go on about hillary's emails still yeah <laughs> even after that investigation was open and closed god knows how many times because they couldn't fucking find anything trump i think he's forgotten who he's running against this year i think he's trying to run against hillary
0: it's the steroids he's he's losing his mind <laughs> yeah
1: He's getting his roid rage. Well, speaking of which, um, Trump's doctor cleared him to return to public engagements. So that's fun. Oh, great. So he catch COVID a second time or give it to somebody else to somebody else. Yeah. All of the above. There's still no clear answer on when his last negative test was. Nobody can get any kind of firm (laughs) answer there. And Mm -hmm. technically, Trump is still well within the window to be infectious. So, you know, that's great. But he's had some really unhinged interviews, particularly with Fox News in recent days. Um, he was talking at one point in an interview about how California is experiencing drought due to sending water to help little fish. What the fuck was this? <laughs> he's lost it. He's fucking lo- I mean, he lost it a long time ago, but even for him, the cheese has slid off the cracker. <laughs> I hate like,
0: when that happens.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, he's also been calling himself immune to COVID-19. Um, he put out this really deranged video on his Twitter last week being like, and I got all of the best medicine and I'm cured. I, you know, they called it a, a treatment, but I, I call it a cure and maybe I'm immune now. I don't know. Like this <laughs> is the a- kind of shit that he's pulling. Maybe is the key
2: word there. So if anybody calls him on it later, they can just be like, Well, he didn't say he was immune. He said maybe he might be immune. It's like when right. the weatherman
1: says there's a slight chance of rain. Covers their ass. Right. Well, and they're they'll probably pull the same thing they always do, which is, oh, he was kidding. He was being sarcastic. Right. You know, kind of like Tucker Carlson, nobody takes him seriously. <laughs> Yeah. Except for the ones who do.
0: Yeah. The Fox News. I don't listen to these interviews. I see some highlights, so to speak, on Twitter. But um, his Fox interviews were his way of campaigning while he was recovering from COVID. And actually, one of the Sean Hannity ones were, was hilarious because he would lose his voice at points. <laughs> and, like Hannity would have to jump in and be like, uh, are you there, sir? Are you there?
1: <laughs> he couldn't talk because he was sick. Yeah, he sounded incredibly hoarse.
0: Also, there was supposed to be a second presidential debate this week. It has been canceled. There was a big tussle between the two campaigns. Biden wanted to do a virtual campaign because this Trump administration has COVID running all over it. I don't blame him at all, like I said last week. And Trump didn't like that idea of a virtual event because he wants to fight in person. He doesn't want somebody to cut off his mic, stuff like that. So the debate has been canceled. The parties couldn't agree. The third debate, which will now be the second debate and final debate is still on. That's in two weeks from now, I guess. And uh, that'll be only about a week before the election.
1: I mean, if it happens at this point, I'm not going to be surprised if we don't see another presidential debate Um, because COVID or not, His performance in the first debate was disastrous. Right. I mean, he succeeded in making it so nothing of substance came out of that debate, but it also didn't do anything for him. His polling got even worse afterwards. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The third debate is scheduled for October 22nd in Nashville. So we'll see, like Laura said, if that will still happen or not. I guess it will, because by then Trump will definitely no longer have the virus. Uh I assume they're going to try to do an in-person thing, but we'll see. And uh, speaking of Trump's erratic behavior, I also just wanted to mention that he's flip-flopped on the second stimulus package. Last week, he said no stimulus package until after the election. He was holding help for Americans hostage. That was big news. It sent the stock market crashing. For some reason, he didn't think that that would do that. His precious stock market wouldn't be affected by a tweet like that. It was... And then the next day, he flops and he's saying, oh, give me the biggest stimulus package ever. Make it bigger. All this stuff. I'm like, dude, what is freaking wrong with you? And uh, they worked over the weekend to try and hash out a deal. They weren't able to. So um, we don't know if this second stimulus package will occur. I certainly hope so. But it seems like there's still some big hurdles for both parties to get over.
1: Even if it does, there's no way for them to get payments out to people before the election. They waited too long.
0: But wouldn't people still want to see them come to a deal before the election? I mean, that's what the Republicans want at this point, because they're not pulling well. So they want to help shore up some votes.
1: I mean, I, I just think about sort of like the the average situation that a lot of Americans are in right now. And I don't know that they're going to care when they come to a deal so much as when the money shows up right Mm -hmm. and remember last time how long it took for people to get payments there are some people who still haven't gotten their stimulus check so i think there's already a bad taste yeah in a lot of people's mouths and i mean three-quarters of the american public wishes that The Senate would focus more on coronavirus relief than the Amy Coney Barrett hearings. Mm -hmm. So they're already shooting themselves in the foot. I have an idea. I don't know. I I think I think it's a lost cause at this point.
0: Here's how everybody can get their money quickly. Everybody just tweets their Venmo username to Donald Trump and he sends everybody a thousand bucks via Venmo easy
2: new meaning to uh the hashtag cash at friday
0: you know? <laughs> oh i hate that is that uh, real by the way but then, know.
1: you know maybe he could do that <laughs> cash he'll out. probably just take <laughs> out another half a billion dollar loan from putin oh, and then owe him even more money we know
0: that because we've seen so. your tax returns bitch Okay. So one other story. This is kind of lighter. I just wanted to share that Singapore Airlines is turning their grounded planes into restaurants and tickets for this opportunity have actually been selling out really quick. They sold out in 30 minutes. Singapore Airlines is selling four different tiers of meals, ranging from a meal in a suite for around $474, right down to an economy experience for the equivalent of $39. Around half the plane's seats will be available for dining to allow for social distancing. So they're selling tickets to eat an airplane meal on a grounded plane. And people want this.
2: I, based Novelty. on what you're
1: describing, yeah, it sounds like they've upped the quality of the food. I mean, I've never been on Singapore. I've never flown with Singapore Airlines, so it might be really ritzy for all I know. I, I think international. Fl- that if they have sweets in first class... The food's probably pretty good,
2: but like I'm not paying forty dollars to eat economy level airplane <laughs> food on a plane. In what world? <laughs> <laughs> I know those tiny seeds. Yeah, exactly.
0: But people just really miss that experience. Apparently, they're like super addicted. But okay, come on. But
2: How are they going to fly you around while you're eating too? No. Or is it just oh, you okay. sit on the well, tarmac? <laughs>
1: Well, Roshni in the Discord is observing that Singapore Airlines has really nice airplanes. Okay, but how good
0: good is the food on Singapore Airlines, even in first class? Like, I know international flights have some decent meals, but it's still not worth
1: this. I'm sure not, but... I have a feeling they've prob they're probably catering something in. Like I can't imagine that they're actually serving people regular airplane meals. I hope
0: it is. I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, this hasn't happened yet, so I guess we don't know. Maybe I could have checked out their site, but it doesn't mention any special food. But
2: I guess what has this already started, or is this starting? It's later this month. Soon. Okay. Well, we'll month. have to scroll through Instagram. I'm sure that like. People will be posting pictures of this airplane food. Yeah.
0: Apparently, because less people have been flying, there's been this surplus of airplane food, and multiple airline food suppliers have been offering their meals and snacks for purchase by customers directly. <laughs> Again, none of this stuff is very good. I don't know why you would order it <laughs> unless you're on the plane and you have no other options.
2: Even the free food, like the not the free food because you pay for it, but like even if you're flying first class on an air airline that's based in the united states like the food's not even that good i i think one time i got upped to first class by happenstance on it was either like southwest or united and like the food came with the seat so that was great but it was not good
0: yeah they're still microwaving it yeah on the pilot
2: it's like it's still like your your bagel's still coming in a plastic bag. Yeah. So Yeah,
0: and with some shitty spork, some shitty plastic spork that's yeah. not sharp I mean, enough.
2: Worth it for the free alcohol. Yes. Maybe. But the food is nothing to write home about, even up there. So
0: the alcohol will never let you down. That's for sure. But the food,
2: right? (laughs) It's like mimosas and keep them coming, please. (laughs) Right.
0: You know, I honestly, I hate dinner time on a plane. This is only on international flights anymore, but they bring out all this food and you're smelling everybody else's food and all the recycled air. It's like, oh, it's overwhelming. I feel the
2: same way about people that I know that you can, but like, you know, there's always one person that brings McDonald's on the airline yes. with them, and you can smell it no matter how far away they are. Yep.
0: Or, or like yeah, a fish sandwich or just something that doesn't yeah. smell very good to the general it's like, public.
2: Even that's if it's the like worst. French fries where it's like, I wouldn't mind the smell of McDonald's French fries out in the open but somehow on a plane it's just not good <laughs> because you can't walk away from it you're smelling yeah that's the next true hour. it's just
1: like three hours of mcdonald's wafting in the yeah. air this reminds me and I, I feel like if you've ever worked in an environment that has a break room you always have that one coworker who microwaves fish <gasps> for their meal and you like you walk in and it's just like so pungent and you're like, oh man, there there he goes again.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, that's like the unspoken no-no rule. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so now it's time for something I'm calling best of the pandemic. And what inspired this is I wanted to make a hand sanitizer recommendation this week, but then we were look we were looking for more fun topics this episode to lighten things up. And I thought, well, let's talk about all of the things we're doing or using more during the pandemic and kind of do a best of. So I wanted to start with best hand sanitizer. And this one came to mind because early on in the pandemic, we were desperate for hand sanitizer, right? You couldn't find any good brands anywhere. Everything was sold out. And then all these random brands started popping up in stores. And it's like, you get so excited to see some random ass hand sanitizer at the liquor store that you just grab it because it's the only stuff you can find. So for the past few months, that's been the situation that I've been in. I've just been buying the shitty hand sanitizer whenever I saw it. Um, of course, they've become more plentiful now. But the other day, I was like, while well, I finally treat myself to a name brand hand sanitizer, and I was at Target and I saw they had Germ X. And have you guys heard of the sanitizer before? Yeah. I see it on signs sometimes in restaurants and stuff. They have partnerships with stores and restaurants, I think. Um, That is some good hand sanitizer. It's, it's, It's moisturizing. It feels smooth on your skin. And it smells great. I've had some hand sanitizers that get all crusty. Have you guys had that? It's so disgusting. Yeah, yeah like rubbery, yeah. kind of, and there's residue. Yeah, and I'm like putting it on after getting back into my car, and then it's all over my steering wheel. Oh, it's so gross. But now I've seen the light. I have Germax. It was it was plenty full at Target, and I'm so glad I'm past that dark chapter in my life.
1: I wanted to mention um, any hand sanitizer from Bath and Body Works, um, similar to what you're saying, Andrew. They smell great. And they're not super drying. Although I, I always, anytime I put hand sanitizer on, I always um, put on some hand lotion too. Just because if you're persistently putting on hand sanitizer, you will still dry your hands out. Um, but yeah, the Bath & Body Works ones smell pretty good and uh, get the job done. I wanted to recommend one called
2: EO hand sanitizer spray, specifically the lavender one, which again, just smells nice. It smells like you're in a spa. And I like that it's it comes in different formats, but I like the spray version because especially if you're rushing to get somewhere, I feel like the spray sanitizers get the same job done. But the drying time is faster, so if you're struggling with like a hand sanitizer that takes a long time to rub in, um, it might be helpful to also have a spray one on hand for you know quicker transactions and stuff like that.
1: Side note here, back when it was still really difficult to find hand sanitizers, uh, we went in the store one day and we were like, oh, we need hand sanitizer. And they only had one variety. And I forget the name of it. It's some off-brand crap they were selling at Kroger but it's advertised as alcohol free hand sanitizer and it's literally like a bottle of water so like when you put it on your hands it's so liquidy that it just like runs everywhere oh. And like when you rub it in, it feels like you're just rubbing water on your hands. And so when we would use it, we would be like, I don't think this is doing anything.
2: (laughs) Well, that's the other important thing too, like because there's so I've never seen more brands of hand sanitizer than I have this year. Yeah, you have to check and make sure that it's at least sixty percent alcohol. Cause if not, Ooh. it's not doing anything for you. Okay. So good that, like tip. the CDC says anything from like 60 to 95% alcohol content is mm-hmm. the sweet spot for actually killing germs. So. Oh
0: again target they've got like 10 different brands in the aisle and i'm like who do i trust here cuz i've always i've also seen these articles that say some hand sanitizers are actually really bad for you or poisonous or something
2: i'm like yeah. somebody uh marcus here in the discord said a local distillery shifted into making hand sanitizer it's been great to get sanitizer while still supporting local businesses I that don't know sense. who is doing what, but I swear to God, I've gotten some hand sanitizers that straight up smell like tequila. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they're coming from a distillery yeah. nice. or like vodka too, even though vodka doesn't really have a scent in the bottle, but like it's just odd. Yeah. So I'm assuming that those come from some kind of distillery. I've seen some yeah, of those too. I mean,
1: I sanitize my, like the inside of my body with alcohol all the time. So why <gasps> oh, not? <yeah>. Don't, <laughs> don't let Trump hear
0: that. See, I told you.
1: Yeah, we just inject it. <laughs> okay, so cleaning.
0: yeah. Okay, so best mask. I've had some random masks that I've bought off of Etsy, including some Animal Crossing ones. But my favorite is this really nice one by 32 Degrees. Have you guys heard of that brand before? Mm-hmm. They do like underwear yeah, have and stuff. Some,
1: uh, yeah, I have undershirts yeah. by them. Yeah.
0: This one, I'm going to put it on now. First of all, I love the texture of it. And it it cups your face so nicely, like it's going to look stupid while I'm talking. But I love how it goes under my chin as well. And like I said, it just feels really nice. I feel like it whisks the heat away and the sweat away because I I was going to the gym a couple times. I haven't in a few weeks, um, but this was great for the gym as well. So I feel like it breathes nicely and yet it passes that that exhale test. You need a mask that if you breathe out, you can't feel your breath you if, put your hand in front of your mouth mouth as you're wearing the mask. And if you can't feel your breath, that means it's a good mask. If you can feel your breath, get another mask because you're going to catch COVID with that thing. So that's my one. Did, did you guys have a particular brand or anything? I know there's not many, but...
1: Yeah, no, I don't um, have any particular brands, but I did want to give a shout out to all of the creators on Etsy who are making really cute masks. Um, a friend of mine surprised me with um, like a puppy prop paw print mask a couple weeks ago. It just like showed up in the mail and it's really cute. And some of them have gotten really fancy. Like the one that I got has the little like bar in it, like the little foldy bit by your nose nice. to kind of like fold it down. Cause I wear glasses sometimes and they'll get fogged mm-hmm. up, but it also has like draw sp- drawstrings that go behind your ears. So you can adjust the straps so that they fit your face shape. Sometimes when you get a mask, it'll be too big or too small. And if it's too small, it makes your ears stick out like a cartoon character. So I really like that addition.
2: I haven't bought any from the store. My um, brother's girlfriend, when they came to visit, she has been making a bunch of masks for people. So she brought us like five each. And I mean, they're holding up really well. They're doing a good job. They passed the breathe test, and there's also space in there to put filters if you want them. She left a little hole so you could like replace filters, nice. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My 32 degrees mask was available at Costco, by the way. Um, they were sold in three packs. Okay. Best TV slash movie escape. So this is like a show or a movie that was released during the pandemic. Laura?
1: Yeah, we have to start out with the one that captured like a global audience at the beginning of the pandemic, Tiger King. This, I remember we blew through it in like two sittings, I think, because it is such an insane show that as you're watching it, you're like, oh, it can't get any crazier than this. And then it does. And there were just so many like, memeable and quotable moments that came out of it it definitely feels like an era of the pandemic Mm -hmm. like when i think of it now it feels like it happened forever ago but it was like april (laughs) (laughs) so really not that long ago um but still still really um super watchable so if if you haven't yet and you want to watch something that makes you feel better about yourself tiger king is the way to go. Um, Unsolved Mysteries. The return of Unsolved Mysteries. They brought it to Netflix. Um, they rebooted it. And love the first season. I think a second series is coming soon. Yes, I'm super into like. Crime. And ghosts. And aliens and shit. So this is right up my alley. Um, speaking of ghosts. The Haunting of Blind Manor. Which just came out. On Friday, and I've already finished, so I'm not going to say too much about it because I feel like we're still in that, like, statute of limitations for spoilers. Um, But I quite enjoyed it. And then Hamilton. Hamilton was, like, the first event we all got to experience together. There were people who sat down and pushed play at the same time, including creator Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Um, And it was just so great, especially for people who might not have had access to see the show live to be able to see the live recording. So those are mine.
0: Um, I just want to mention high score on Netflix. This is a new docu series that follows the early days of video games, particularly Nintendo and Sega and uh, RPGs, role-playing games and um, the battle between Sega and Nintendo and the launching of Sonic and Mario It was all up my alley, so I definitely recommend that. It's on Netflix. It's presented in a very entertaining way as well, and they do a lot of clever video game, what should I call it, CGI and sound effects to to aid the documentary too. Definitely check that out if you're into video games.
2: I had a hard time um, thinking of things that happened Like early on in the pandemic, because what is time, (laughs) you know? But Hamilton is definitely one of mine because, like Laura, I think it was just really fun that we still have these little pockets where we were all watching things together. Mm -hmm. So it did kind of feel like a normal year to get like communally excited about drops. Anyway, um, I picked some more recent uh, releases. Great British Bake Off is back on Netflix. And I think that that's just such a fun. Nothing bad happens, <laughs> escape some show and along the same veins, because I, I think I've just been like gravitating towards series where nothing bad is really going to happen. Yeah. I also wanted to recommend Julian the Phantoms, which is Kenny Ortega's new show. This is actually recommended to me by a listener of the podcast. And I know I'm not the target demographic because it's definitely like meant for a younger audience, but it's so much fun. So if you're into, you know, like that high school musical type show then you will enjoy this it's really really sweet
0: so let's look ahead best upcoming escape to help you survive fall and winter
1: i'm so excited for season four of the crown coming soon um didn't used to be super into the royals but this show is super compelling so (laughs) that's good to know
0: i still haven't checked that out so maybe oh it's
1: so good you would love it there's so much like drama and palace intrigue it would just be right up your mm. alley um season two of the mandalorian really excited for that yes. love the first season um and then this is a joint one with pam <laughs> i see we both have this selena i'm so excited for the series coming in early december
0: you guys brought the release date into existence because you guys were asking before the episode last week. I think when is Selena coming out? Or maybe it was on air, and then the next morning they announced the release date. It was perfect timing.
2: Yeah, we definitely manifested that. Yes, I, I would like to leave.
0: The word I was looking for. <laughs> Um, I want to call out a couple of big video games that are coming up. I'm planning on burying myself in these games when they're released. First of all, the sequel to the excellent Spider-Man for PS4. This sequel is going to star Miles Morales, which is awesome. The trailer looks amazing. And then also the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. That game was what I played after The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's on PlayStation 4 as well. Um, also PS5. But this one looks Excellent, and I was so fascinated by that world in Horizon Zero Dawn that I'm really, really looking forward to forward to Horizon Forbidden West. And I'm just gonna try to what does Mark call it when you 100 percent completion? You gold star it, or
1: I don't know that he has a name for that. I think it's probably gold starring or Pla- being a completionist. Platinums,
0: I think was okay because he you go. he told me because he bragged that he platinumed Spider Man, and oh I was jealous God. because when you platinum Spider Man, you get Spider-Man in his boxers as a new suit to wear. And of course, (laughs) I really want that because the Spider-Man in the game is hot. So anyway.
2: (laughs) Like a basic bitch, I get suckered into those really cheesy made for TV movies around the holidays. So I'll be watching those on Netflix and or Hallmark whenever they pique my interest. (laughs) Um, And also Ready Player Two, which is the Ready Player One sequel is coming out at the end of next month. So I'll be excited to read that.
0: I'm so pumped for that. Thank you for the reminder. Okay, best techless entertainment slash activity that you can do during the pandemic. I've mentioned this a couple times before. I love hiking. We're in a great spot right now. Plenty of places to hike nearby, especially with the weather getting cooler. I love hiking. It's such a great way to clear your head, get outside, not look at your phone for a while, see nature. Just be at peace.
1: I see side note here for a moment. Jewel mentioned that she also platinumed Spider-Man.
0: Oh, good job, Jewel.
1: So maybe she can send you some screen grabs of a uh,
0: Spider-Man Peter Parker
1: and his boxer. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> um, I want to recommend outdoor day drinking. This is something I've mentioned on the show a couple of times, um, but we found that, you know, we typically like, we like to go bar hopping. That's something that, you know, we like to do and we haven't been able to do. But we found this one brewery that is doing exclusively like outdoor service where there's just picnic tables outside. The picnic tables are spaced like 20 feet apart. So you're not anywhere near anyone else. And, you know, as long as you decide to like pod and make sure that you're going with people that you're confident are being smart about the pandemic and don't get too, like, friendly as you get drunk, it can be a really good way to, like, replicate some of that bar hopping, Mm. if that's something you're into.
2: Um, I put down learning an instrument. I just think it's really fun to exercise your brain that way, especially if, you know, you don't know how to read sheet music, and that's something that you're learning how to do in the process. Uh, So I've still really been enjoying uh, learning how to play the piano and i also picked up the ukulele again after years so that's been really fun too i wish i could play the guitar but my fingers are not long enough to get the chords right
1: me neither it's really hard yeah i yeah. have short fingers me and too I, I went through a phase in high school where i tried and it, it just didn't work I can play one song on the guitar and it's Six Pences Kiss
2: Me because it's only three chords and that's <laughs> it. And they're all really
1: close together. I used to be able to play the opening to wake me up when September ends. Oh, like, you surprise, would. surprise. I know. <laughs> I was 15 and I was like, oh, fuck yeah.
0: Like that, da da da. I'm off key. That, but.
1: And that was it. I couldn't do anything <laughs> beyond that.
0: <laughs> I want to <laughs> start playing piano again. I want to exercise my brain. It definitely needs that assistance. Um, best unifier, something that brings you and your friends together, like an online game or a unique communication app, etc.
1: Um, So these are games that can bring you together, but also drive you apart. Um, <laughs> D&D been playing that online with some friends over the past few weeks among us holy cow this game I don't know if y'all have played it but it's awesome something that you can obviously play in a group but it's also possible to play it like over a zoom call like this um and then fall guys
0: yeah did you play season two that was just released
1: Mm -mm, not yet
0: I, I haven't yet either I'm excited about that so one of my friends, one of our mutual friends, actually, Laura, uh, started organizing weekly Mario Kart tournaments, John. Uh, yeah, so we've been doing that since, like, May or June. And I think I so mentioned cute. this on the show a few months ago. We put money on the line, so we each chip in $5. Of course, I have no problem doing this because I always rank in the top three because I'm really good. But it's, like, 10 people who gather each week and play, and uh it's just a cool way to... uh have some structure (laughs) in the stay at home life and have something to do with other people. So that's been a lot of fun. I've been thinking maybe I'll organize my own Mario Kart tournament with like millennial listeners or something, because I'd like to do it. I have another one of these groups. Yeah.
2: Um, I picked Netflix party, which it's just really nice to, be able to watch stuff at the same time as your friends. We've used it once before here for this show, and that was also really fun. Um, and then also Discord, which we also use, obviously, for the patrons. But you can also set up your own Discord server for your group of friends. And it's, I, I mean, it doesn't always stay organized, but you can organize it, which is really nice. Because, you know, if you have friends in different time zones, you don't have to you know, start from the top of a group chat, depending Mm. on what you missed. So it's kind of cool to just have like a basically like a private forum to yourselves and create different categories and use that to keep in touch and share different things and stuff like that. So
0: speaking of Netflix party, I should have mentioned this at the top of the show. Pam, did you see that Disney Plus has their own Netflix party, too? But it's like an official implementation.
2: They released that recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. I also, I don't know if they, if they released it, um, if they rolled it out en masse, but I know for, for pen 15 on Hulu, they were also announcing like on the show page that you could watch it with up to six people. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. But the show's about two best friends. So I think that I I couldn't tell if it was like a gimmick just for the show or if they were planning to maybe like launch it, soft launch it with the show and then roll it out.
0: They really should. Over it's a great idea. I yeah. think the Disney Plus one is up for up to five people. Netflix Party. Okay. I think what everybody likes about it uh, is you can have, I think, an unlimited number of people in there, like we did yeah. for one of our watch parties. Okay, so those are our best of the pandemicies. <laughs> that makes it sound like an award show. Thank you, everybody, for coming to this year's event. We'll see you next year when there's still no vaccine.
1: Sounds like something Michael Scott would come up with. (laughs) The pandemies.
0: (laughs) And everybody would say, Michael, that's really insensitive of you. What are you thinking? (laughs) Well, the pandemic is here to stay, at least here in the United States. And we have another sponsor this week who will help you stay safely at home. They are Stamps.com. This holiday season, more people will be mailing stuff than ever before. Because think about it. If you're seeing less people this holiday in person, that means you may want to send them things in the mail. That means the post office is going to be very busy. You don't have time for that. Stamps.com brings the post office and now UPS shipping right to your computer. Mail and ship anything from the convenience of your home or office. With Stamps.com, anything you can do at the post office, you can do with just a few clicks. Plus, Stamps.com saves you money with deep discounts that you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com brings all the mailing and shipping services you need right to your computer in the comfort of your home office. Whether you're a small business sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or just working from home and you need to mail some stuff, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. And once your mail is ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a pickup, or drop it in a mailbox. It's just that simple. And like I said, with Stamps.com, you can get great discounts too. With Stamps.com, you get $0.05 off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. It's saving you time and money. I've been a customer for years. It is way easier than dealing with the people at the post office, and you just get everything done faster. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. With our promo code M-I-L-L, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in M-I-L-L. That's Stamps.com, answer code M-I-L-L. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. What glorious words.
2: I wanted to talk about this new initiative that Yelp is rolling out, they're actually gearing up to mark pages of businesses accused of racist content. And they announced this this past Thursday. And so basically, the plan is that that if there is a business that falls in line with this, you'll see an alert right uh, when you go to their page that reads business accused of racist behavior, and then they will also link to an article from a credible media outlet so that Yelpers can read up of what exactly constituted this alert to be put on the establishment's page. Um. So Yelp is assuring everybody that they are only going to do this when there's resounding evidence. Uh, and they also already have an alert that is a public attention alert. And this flags businesses whose staffers have either been accused of racism towards customers or whose staffers have been targeted Um, by managers who have been racist. Um, and a spokesperson for Yelp also revealed that in rolling out this new business accused of racist behavior banner, there is a possibility for businesses to take steps to have it sort of removed. So like if they were to, for example, fire the offending employee, that banner could get downgraded to just a public attention alert banner. Um, So obviously, this is a little bit controversial, because even though the company is stressing that it only do this for establishments that merit it by going off of resounding evidence that these instances occurred, people are obviously worried that perhaps it could be abused or companies could be mislabeled as such. So that's where we're at with that. What do you guys think about this, though? Do you think it's a good idea? Or do you have concerns?
0: I think it's a good idea. And most importantly, it's thought through. You're going to be able to see a credible source that has more information about these accusations of racism. And there are going to be ways ways to dispute it as well. So, so far, so good, I think. And I think Yelp and other places like Google Maps should be calling out this type of behavior and letting you know that it's there. And it's better than somebody in the reviews bringing it up because while they should, some people might not just believe it. But if Yelp is linking to a credible source, it's going to carry more weight.
1: Yeah. And I think a credible source also speaks to patterns. So while it's unfortunate and should never happen, it's entirely possible that as any of us go throughout our lives, we could walk into an establishment and face discrimination from an individual. Um, but that's very different from facing like systemic discrimination f- on the part of like an organization or a business. So to me, this doesn't seem like it would be taking one-off instances and like painting with a broad brush across an entire industry. This really seems like the intent is to try and weed out and like suss out patterns of discrimination and really call those out, which I think is the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, um, I totally agree. And I hope that, you know,
2: I'm sure that they would do their research because the credible source factor definitely would put me at ease. At the same time, I know that it's very hard for businesses to uh, get even like misposted bad bo- bad reviews taken off. Um like for example, I know a local business owner who had a bad review put on their store's page and you could tell very clearly by reading through the review that the person mistook the establishment. And they were actually talking about another store that was nearby, but Yelp wouldn't remove the review Mm. because they said that it would be stifling freedom of speech, even though they reached out and stuff like that. So I would hope that like something like this wouldn't happen, especially because this is like a much more grave situation. Um, but I think it's a good first step because. I think everybody's trying to be more conscious about where they choose to spend their hard earned money. And this is another way to, you know, ensure that you're frequenting establishments that align with your, your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to know also like, wh- what are our Yelp usage, uh, normalcies? Like, do you guys go on Yelp when you're looking for new places to try? Do you leave reviews? Do you, do you read reviews?
0: I used to use Yelp a lot. And I used to leave reviews and I like looking at all my old reviews sometimes just to see what I was thinking about a place like 10 years ago. And I try to leave positive reviews when people deserve them because it can really help a business out. Um, But then I also do enjoy leaving negative reviews because if a business pissed me off, I want other people to know. I want to stab them a little bit. I'm messed up like that. But I have switched to Google Maps. And I made the switch a couple of years ago when Google just started encouraging me to leave reviews. I just like their interface better. And I'm already using Google Maps anyway to get around town. So while I'm there, I might as well leave reviews. And Google Maps kind of gamifies it. Like you can earn points when you leave reviews and they'll send you notifications letting you know how many people see your reviews. So you'll feel like, oh, okay, this my my time is actually useful. It's It's helping other people. So I'm loyal to Google Maps now.
1: I don't use Yelp a ton. I will leave a review if it feels like somebody really went above and beyond. And I want to make sure that they get kudos for it. Or if someone really fucked up Mm. and I want to make sure to like stick it to them. Like I had a situation recently where a place that I had a recurring membership to would not cancel my membership.
0: Yeah, fuck people like that.
1: Yeah, and I disputed the transactions because they refused to cancel it. And then they turned my chargebacks over to a collections company as unpaid debts. And so I've been going around to every place that I can find that I can review them. I love that. And just shitting on them (laughs) and naming the names of everyone I've talked to. I went to the Better Business Bureau and shit on them there. Nice. So I I had fun with that. (laughs) That's amazing.
2: Um, I don't have the energy to do any of that. Honestly, the most I use Yelp for is to look up food pictures on restaurants I want to try (laughs) and also to check like the menu. Yeah. At certain places. Um, I just, just for fun, I just want to know if anybody else does this because I, I'll do this sometimes when I'm bored. Do y'all ever go on Yelp and like look up places that you actually do enjoy to see if there's any bad reviews up there? Yeah. Sometimes on Google, I'll do this. Yeah. On Google. Yeah. I, have you also done it for like places that you've worked before? Cause
1: I've yeah. definitely done that too. <laughs> it's
2: pretty funny. So
1: there was the craziest review left of the Apple store that I worked in, in like, this is years ago in New York City. And this person was like clearly pissed off with whatever had happened. I don't remember what their circumstances were, but they were talking about getting an appointment at the Genius Bar, um, which was where I worked. And What we would do is we would tell people, like, hey, if you have an appointment, line up to the left. If you don't have an appointment, line up to the right. Mm -hmm. And this person wrote this review that was like, when you walk up, there will be somebody standing there bellowing at you. If you have an appointment, get to the left. And if you don't, get to the right. And then the review goes, I shit you not. Where else did they split people up into lines like this? That's right. Auschwitz. Holy shit. <laughs> and it was, I, I was like, no Whoa. way. Wow. We all stood in the back and laughed about it when we, when yeah. we saw it. We were just like, what the fuck?
0: Reviews are no joke, though. Like some businesses live and die by their reviews. I know a friend who works in a certain industry who they rely on reviews on places like Google Maps, Yelp, TripAdvisor so much. They're studying those reviews all the time. So, you know, I kind of feel bad for businesses in that any Joe Schmo can go and post one of these reviews, like a batshit one like Laura's, and get away with it. And you can report these reviews, but they won't always be taken down because these guys are trying to play fair, too. Um, to your question, Pam, about crazy reviews, I just saw this one recently. It doesn't top Laura's, but uh, a new Domino's opened nearby. And I'm very excited about that. I love Domino's. And so there's not many reviews yet because it's brand new. I left them a five star because I want to uh, you know, support them <laughs> as if a national chain like Domino's needs my help. But um, one of these reviews is just crazy. So. This is a one-star review. Today, September 25th, 2020, I walked into Domino's at 6.55pm to pick up an online order and noticed that I wasn't greeted when I walked in. I thought, okay, that's fine. As long as someone comes to the register to serve me, then it's not a big deal. Well... I end up waiting over five minutes and still no greeting, no assurance that I will be helped. And this sets a poor quality service, which I've noticed with this particular staff in the past. And this Domino's hasn't even been open that long yet. And yet they seem to have a toxic group of (sighs) employees. At about the sixth (laughs) or seventh minute, one employee said something about my order, which I don't remember and proceeded to go back to work after another five minutes or so walked out at 7 10 p.m so it was approximately 15 minutes wasted i informed one of the employees to cancel my order because of poor customer service this man named morgan called me dude (laughs) it goes on and on dude it's a domino's who gives a shit
2: (gasps) my (laughs) whole thing is like did you say hi though like did you say (laughs) hi to them yeah
0: And you know what? I've been in this Domino's like five times now. They actually do greet you every time you walk in. I'm like, wow, that's impressive for a Domino's. (laughs) They're stepping up their game. But, you know, people are just... And he's given the timestamp, 6.55 p.m., five minutes later. 6
2: I'm imagining that guy writing the review while he's just loitering like raging in the store yeah I'm a Karen
0: that way sometimes too I'm pissed because I'm waiting for something I go and post a review while I'm waiting for them to
2: (laughs) get me oh my goodness
0: (laughs) so I am kind of this reviewer in some regards occasionally
1: I find it hilarious that they can remember their wait time down to the second but at one point they're like they came out and said something to me about my order but I couldn't remember right
0: yeah like why
1: (laughs) I used to work at a coffee
2: shop and we would get rewarded for good Yelp reviews. Like they would yeah. give us, you know, bonuses or gift cards or something like that to incentivize good customer service. But I mean, I don't know. It it it's hit or miss because not everybody's gonna be leaving Yelp reviews, you know? And they would like run campaigns and like offer people free Uh, drinks if they like stood there and did a Yelp review really quick because like you said it really is important but I also saw that Katie wrote in the discord that she used to look up reviews for the bookstore they worked at and liked being able to figure out which bookseller the reviewer was hating on and this is something that we definitely used to do at this coffee shop because we had you know time to spare sometimes as we would just read the bad reviews and be like yeah that tracks with so-and-so or like we were there this was (laughs) definitely this person
0: Y'all, we should read our own negative reviews sometime, like reviews that we've left businesses.
2: Oh, oh, I see. I've never done that before. I thought you meant like this podcast on iTunes. And I was like, please don't do that because I'll (laughs) cry if people are mean.
0: (laughs) No, we can do that too. No,
1: I mean, I I feel like we do well on the reviews front, but there are some winners in there. Yeah. No, but we have our own set of crazy bad reviews.
0: I'm just looking through the reviews that I've left over the years and I've been salty. And I think you guys guys would make fun of me like i've left a negative review i would
2: love for you to do dramatic readings of your bad reviews <laughs> we should.
0: okay we'll have to write this down maybe next week or the week after that my god i'm a bitch sometimes <laughs> so at
2: least you you acknowledge that That's
0: well you know i just part. want them to improve okay so um... sure.
1: Should and we? that's probably how you sign off your bad reviews too. <laughs> sorry to be such a bitch. I just want you to improve.
0: It's like what I say <laughs> on MuggleCast: we criticize because we care. We just want to see you be better.
2: Mm-hmm. I I'm convinced that most of these people just do this shit for the free stuff. You know, it's like yeah. I'm so sorry. Here's twenty five percent off your
1: next visit. Yeah, and honestly, I've definitely people... done that on Twitter
2: before. Same, like,
1: yeah. And most of the time, people are going to be more compelled to write a negative review than a positive one.
0: Yep. I try to Mm -hmm. keep that in mind (laughs) when I'm looking at the podcast reviews, for example. You don't leave a review when you really love something on Amazon. I've never left a review on Amazon.
1: Or if something's just fine. Right. You get it. It's not it doesn't, you know, it doesn't fucking make you jizz yourself or anything. But yeah, (laughs) you know, it. It does what it needs to do, and you don't really care that much. Are you talking about a vibrator?
0: I realized
1: after that came out, that was how it sounded. Yeah. Not something I would buy off Amazon. Oh, okay. I share that account with my family. (laughs) That's a fair point.
0: Laura's dildo has been delivered.
1: Thanks, Alexa. (laughs) Okay, well, before we move on to surprise bitch and some recommendations, we wanted to hear a quick word from Rothy's. Take a few steps into fall with comfortable, washable and sustainable shoes, bags and masks made for life on the go. The newest Rothy styles include brand new bags, masks, and their first adjustable sneaker. The lace-up is out of this world comfortable, and as with all their shoes, it's knit from thread made from repurposed plastic water bottles. Not only do Rothy's come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and styles, they own their manufacturing workshop where they prioritize sustainable products. They have also kept over 60 million single-use plastic bottles out of landfills and transformed them into their signature thread. So not only do they look like a million bucks, they're perfect for a fashion-forward, environmentally sustainable lifestyle. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash M-I-L-L. That's rothys.com, rothy com slash M-I-L-L for comfort, style, and sustainability. Head to rothys.com slash M-I-L-L today.
0: Okay. And now it's time for... Surprise,
1: Surprise, bitch.
0: Surprise, surprise, bitch. bitch. And today we're going to call Caleb... Hello, Caleb! Surprise, bitch! It's Millennial. What's up? Hey, <laughs> what's
3: up? Hi. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like stupid excited about this. Oh,
1: <laughs> <Aww>, great! Oh, <Aww, laughs> it's so sweet. We're excited to talk to you.
0: Yeah, thanks for calling. Me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Where do you live?
1: Um, I live in Seattle. Oh, so jealous. It's do
3: you it's like nice it there? up here. Yeah, it just started like um, raining a lot now, which is what I like. I lived in California. I don't like how hot it was, so I really like it up here.
0: Yeah, great. Now you can start playing Taylor Swift's Folklore on loop. I think that's what that <laughs> album was made for. I mean, yeah. Important question. Are you vaccinated?
3: <laughs> I am getting, I am uh, not yet this year for the flu shot, but I'm getting that next week. So I will be fully vaccinated soon.
0: <laughs> okay, great. This interview can Perfect. continue. Uh, <laughs> do you have a plan to vote? I do. Um
3: Washington is actually a state that does has been doing mail in voting for like a decade, I think. So um, I'm just doing that. Oh, it's wow. Easy. Yeah.
1: Washington has its shit together.
0: Yeah, and no fraud, I take it. Yeah, no fraud. Imagine that. Great.
1: <laughs> is it something where the state automatically sends you an absentee ballot, or do you have to request one? No,
3: it, um, as long as you're registered to vote, they just automatically send everyone.
1: Uh, an absentee ballot I think
3: they go out on friday so i'm like
1: kind of excited that's so great <laughs> yeah. yeah i got i'm so envious <laughs> that's what
0: nevada started this year you don't have to be you don't have to request a ballot. they just send it to you oh and, my it God. Came in, and i think it's going flawlessly so far let's
3: nice. hope nice me and yeah. my partner have been considering moving to las vegas we've not made that oh. fund yet though uh, but it's oh. good to know that they have easy voting there.
0: <laughs> Why Las Vegas? Why do you want to move to Las Vegas? You heard me sing many praises about it.
3: <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, we're kind of like listening to see if like it's good or not. Um, you know, getting the oh, you're waiting for my from, review from the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Just don't look at my reviews on Google Maps. I'm a bitch on there. But uh... <laughs> no, go on. Sorry.
3: Like we both have some family there and uh, we both go to a lot of like clubs and raves. So there's some big ones in Las Vegas.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. One time I tried to go to a club in Vegas and I got immediately kicked out because it was me and like four other guys trying to get into a straight club for some reason. We were (laughs) all gay. It made no sense. (laughs) They didn't want that? No, they didn't want a, a group of guys. <laughs> the more women you have, the better. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know this. <laughs> well, my favorite part of Nevada is no state income taxes. So immediately, I do you have that in Washington? I doubt it, right?
3: Yes. No, we do. We have no state income oh. tax. When I moved here from California, it felt like getting just like an immediate raise. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> First paycheck coming in soon. Counting down the seconds.
3: Yeah. Sales tax is like almost eleven percent here. So that that kind of cuts into that, but that's that's fine.
0: Okay. Yeah. In Nevada, we just collect everybody's losses at the gambling tables. So that's how they afford it Uh, here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you have any questions about moving to Vegas, let me know. I can't promise you I'll visit any raves for you, but I can give you some (laughs) other tips.
3: Yeah. Is this is this after dark or the main
0: show? No, this is the main show.
3: Oh, okay, cool. You can still keep that rave part in. I, I was just uh... oh, <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Caleb has a secret life. <laughs> doing an <No>. audience check. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, was listening? How much I should say about that? No. <laughs> um,
0: What's something you've been doing to relax during this crazy time?
3: I've been going camping a lot this summer, um, which has been really nice. Uh, just getting out in nature, and a lot of the campsites are like technically closed, so they're not maintained, but you can still. Like it's okay to go into them um, as long as you pack everything in and pack everything out. So like generally there's just like no one around just like me and my partner in the middle of nowhere camping in the woods. It's a little like creepy, but mostly really relaxing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I love camping. Mm -hmm.
0: That sounds so great.
3: Definitely one of the best parts of the Pacific Northwest
0: for sure. Well, it was good speaking to you, Caleb. Thanks for your longtime support yeah
3: thank you for calling. Um again, I was just really excited uh un- unexpectedly nervous. so thanks for letting me stumble through this. Uh, this was yeah, no,
1: oh <laughs> you didn't stumble. you didn't sound nervous at all. Yeah. you sounded great. I, I kept That's poor good. Caleb
0: in anticipation for like twenty four hours. I messaged him yesterday about it <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh
1: my
3: God like like I got that text and I was like, immediate. I was like, oh God, no, leave me alone.
0: Well, we're glad it it worked out anyway. And seriously, if you ever need like Vegas tips or anything, let me know and I'll I'll let you know if I uh regret moving here or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> we'll do. Cool. All right. Thanks, Caleb. Have All a good right. night. Cool. Well thanks, y'all. Yeah. You too.
1: Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, before I move on to some recommendations in the show closing, we wanted to wrap the show by mentioning that this episode is sponsored by listeners like you. And a big shout out to our latest patrons they are Bailey, Jennifer, Victoria, Audrey, Brittany, Kate, Laura, Emma, Diana, Josh, Sean, Emily, Elizabeth, and Julia. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so thrilled to have you. Um, It means so much to us here at Millennial to have your support because it allows us to make time for this show that we love week to week. And if you're interested in supporting the show, there's tons of great bonus content available exclusively at patreon.com slash millennial. We're talking our flagship benefit after dark, the Millennial Variety Show, our discord where you can chat with us and your fellow patrons, access to our live recording studio every week and so much more. And even if you're not in a place to part with your hard-earned dollars, you can still support the show by subscribing to us for free on your favorite podcasting app and leaving a review. We know it's been a rough year, and we are so appreciative for your support, financial or otherwise.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. And coming up in After Dark today, we have a confessional palooza. We said to our patrons, can you send in any confessionals? And people really turned out for us. So thank you so much for sharing these stories. We will read and discuss them in today's installment of After Dark, patreon.com slash millennial. It is part of Mega Millennial, where you get ad-free millennial plus After Dark on one audio file so you can easily listen to both back to back. And by the way, you get a custom RSS feed that you can pop into many podcasting apps so you can listen to our bonus audio content just like you do regular millennial. It's time now for recommendations. I've previously recommended game shows. I'm a fan of Match Game, all these, these remakes, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which is coming back again in like two weeks. I'm super excited about that. But NBC has rebooted another game show. You are the weakest link. Goodbye! Oh my god. Yeah, I (laughs) forgot how good it is. And this time it stars Jane Lynch as the host, formerly of Glee. If you know the original Weakest Link, you know why Jane Lynch would be a perfect fit for (laughs) this reboot. But it's really great. I've really been enjoying it. It's a very fast-paced game show, which I have really enjoyed because some of these games move a little bit slower. So check out The Weakest Link. It's airing Tuesdays on NBC. I think there's two or three episodes out at this point
2: um so trader joe's is uh every basic fall girls dream in october because they have all of the (laughs) pumpkin spice things i really like their pumpkin spice coffee so i wanted to recommend that this week it's just really really nice and it smells really good when you're brewing it and it's just delicious so i love uh treating myself to that when it is on the shelves
0: I agree. I bought that as well. I also brought a couple of other items for show and tell today. Trader Joe's organic pumpkin bread. This shit is really good. That sounds really good. With some butter on it. Also, did you see these yet? Trader Joe's pumpkin spice (gasps) pretzel slims. No, but I love
2: the um, peppermint ones that they come out with in December, so I'm going to have to try those
0: you got to it has crushed pumpkin spiced pumpkin seeds on it it's so good Oh my god
1: next and trip, pumpkin next butter trip. like
0: yeah like you said all kinds of pumpkin stuff
1: um i would like to recommend uh a game uh, about ghosts for anyone who's into that kind of creepy shit like me um it's called phasmophobia it's only available on pc um It's very much like early stages. They're still releasing lots of patches for it, but you can download it on Steam. It's so fun. The premise is that you are ghost hunters and you have all of these this equipment like um, like voice boxes and spirit books and Ouija boards and all kinds of different stuff, black lights. And you go in and you investigate different homes, buildings, warehouses, whatever, for um, paranormal Um, experiences and haunts and that kind of thing. And it's super creepy, lots of fun. You can play with four of your friends online. Been playing with some of our friends recently, and it's been a lot of fun. There's been a lot of screaming. (laughs) But it's another good way to bond distantly. (laughs) So...
0: All right. Well, it has been a fun and action packed episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email millennialshow at gmail.com or use the contact form on millennialshow.com. And don't forget about our confessional there as well if you want to submit something anonymously. Also, follow us on social media. We are Millennial Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're about to jump into After Dark on our Patreon. I'm Andrew.
2: I'm Laura. And I'm Pamela. Bye, everybody.
0: Come on and get up to, to the ballot, ballot box and cast you vote. your vote. It's our way a
3: of punching Nazis in the fucking throat. throat. If you care about <laughs> our future oh, democracy, come, come on and get your vote with me. Vote, 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 vote. You better vote. Vote, vote, vote. vote. You better, you better vote. Vote, vote. vote, vote, vote. better Wait, vote. vote. Vote, 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 Fill There are impeachable offenses every day of the week. If you want to give a shit about the guns on our street. If you care about our children, get up off of your seat. You better vote. You better vote. You better vote. God damn it, better vote with me.